Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, May 13, 2023, and welcome to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Wow, where's the time going? We're in the month of May, the fifth month. We're headed toward the midway, halfway point, I should say, of the year. And I, excuse me, I hope that you are blessed, you're focused, you are strategic, and that you're making moves toward living the life that you desire to live. It seems like I haven't been with you in forever, but it's only been a few weeks. My schedule has just been super busy, and so I just did not have time to get any episodes recorded, but I'm excited to be back with you for another edition of the podcast. We're continuing a new series today, and this is going to be really good, so I hope that you will stay tuned and listen because you're going to get some value out of this conversation. I can already guarantee that. I want to say hello, first of all, to any person that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, your day, your schedule to join us and to be here and to be a part of the Jamel Sanders podcast. This podcast has been going for more than a decade, and we set out with one intention, and that was to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and to maximize the greatest potential. And every week through intriguing conversations and inspiring yes intentional tools and strategies. We want to help you live your greatest life every single day, and that's what we will continue to use this platform for, to help people live greater lives and to reach their greatest potential. So thank you for tuning in. I want to say hello to those of you that are regular listeners to the podcast. Thank you, Apple Podcast family. We love you. I'm excited about the exclusive content coming to Apple really soon. Hello to my Stitcher family. You all have been with me almost just as long as Apple, and I'm so grateful to serve you. Hello to those of you listening to me on Spotify. Spotify is just unbelievable. The growth that we have seen on that platform and the countries represented has just blown my mind. So it's amazing the parts of the world that are listening and tuning into this podcast on a consistent basis. Hello to those of you listening to me on Google Podcasts, those of you listening to me on iHeartRadio. I really love iHeartRadio. I'm so grateful that we get distribution there. Hello to those of you that are listening to me on Amazon Music or Audible or any platform that I may not have named. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast please reach out to us, www.jamelsanders.com. While you're there, scroll, sign up for my email list uh, so that you can stay in the know and stay connected to me and my work and the things we're doing around the world. You'll also find a link to all of my social media platforms right there on the homepage with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. And you will also find more about me, the work I'm doing around the world, my books, products, services, all of that information is on the website, 
Uh, speaking of that, beyond this podcast, I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC, a global management um, advisory consulting firm. And through my firm, I work with leaders around the world, um, empowering them with the tools and strategies and the solutions that they need to bring change to industries and governments and nations around the world. So you can find out more about me, uh, conferences, seminars, symposiums, consulting advisory services, all of that information is there on the website. So I'd love to connect with you. I am active on social, and it's always great to uh, connect and to do life with you. Before we take a very quick break, um, I just want to recommend two things to you really, really quick. The first thing would be I just released this product maybe a month ago now. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine. We were talking about journaling, and anybody that knows me knows that I love to journal. I have lots of journals, and I told this friend, I said, I'm in that stage where I just really like custom journals now. And I said, you know what, I need to think of something to customize. And he was like, just do it. And so literally maybe an hour time span, I reached back out to that friend with the product and was like, it's available for purchase. And he was like, you were really not playing, were you? So um, we released my breakthrough journal, and I am holding mine right now, and it is has become one of my favorite things. I just love to journal anyway, but I believe this is a great tool for you. If you follow this podcast, you hear me talk a lot about journaling. I give you a lot of work to do beyond the episode, and I think this would just be a great place for you to do that work. Uh, journaling has just transformed my life in so many ways. I've learned so much about myself, about uh, life, about this journey, and so much more through it. And I know it's going to do the same for you. So this tool is going to empower you to write your goals, clarify your vision, and ultimately begin to plan your future. And so you can get the Breakthrough Journal. Go right now to www.jamelsanders.com. There on the home page and also under my shop, you will find um, links and information to purchasing this resource. Thank you to those of you that have purchased the Breakthrough Journal. Uh, it is one of my favorite things to do every single day, and it goes with me everywhere. So I uh, thank you to everybody that has already supported me and the Breakthrough Journal. And, of course, I released. Uh, not too long ago, my 11th book, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. I call this the book that almost never got written. Uh, people have been wanting me to write a book around prayer, faith, spirituality for many years. And I kept telling my assistant and everybody who works with me, I don't know about this book. I said I focus largely on leadership and personal development I focus a lot on identity, authenticity, owning your personal power, um, awakening to your significance, innovative leadership, disruptive leadership, and thinking. I've never written anything like this. I don't know how this is going to resonate uh, with people. And finally, I just wrote the book. And let me tell you, in the months since this book has come out, the stories, the personal testimonials that I'm hearing about aha moments, breakthrough moments, how people's mindsets and lives are being transformed and changed by this book 
It lets me know that it is the book that needed to be written and is having a massive impact on people's lives. So uh, pressure is about my journey. It's about my faith. It's about the spiritual awakening that happened in my life and how it transformed me, how I see the world, how I impact the world, and most of all, the dynamic power of prayer in my life. This book delves into um, prophetic development. How do you bring a prophetic dream or possibility out of the invisible realm into your tangible reality? Uh, we delve into prophetic process and development. How do you move from prophetic development to the prophetic fulfillment of a promise? How do you contend against the forces that would try to constrict change and breakthrough from manifesting in your life? And so much more is covered in the book. You can get pressure from Amazon, Kindle, Nook, and most book distributors have access to pressure. Thank Thori. Thank you so much to everybody that has supported the book this far. I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump into this topic today as we continue this new series. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right. Welcome back. So, you know, it's been a, a few weeks since I've been with you, but... In the last episode, we started a brand-new series um, entitled Determined, The Relentless Pursuit of Your Greatest Potential. When I finished the last series about growth, I was kind of trying to figure out where I wanted to go next, and I felt like this was important because we're in the second quarter of the year, uh, June is right around the corner, just a few weeks away, and we hit the halfway point in the year, getting ready to go into the third quarter, and we're, we're kind of in crunch time. So if you're not where you want to be, this is the time that we need to make those adjustments so that we can get to the next level in our lives. And so I thought this would be a great time to just delve into this topic of determination and the role that it plays in our success. So let's delve into this. Your dream will die without determination. I talk to so many people, they have great dreams, visions, ambitions, aspirations of who they want to be, what they want to do, the contribution that they want to make to the world. But in many of those conversations, I walk away with a sense of dissatisfaction because while they have the potential why they have the capability, why they have the capacity, why many of them have the talent and the grit and the skill, the thing that I don't hear in many of those conversations is determination. And many of you know my story. Um, I always tell people success has not been overnight and this has not been a cakewalk. This uh, journey has been filled with crises and contradictions and challenges and failures and getting back up and getting knocked down and getting back up and so much disappointment and so many other parts of my story along the way to get to where I am today. And people look at individuals like myself and they make a lot of assumptions and they think that things have just been easy, there's been no difficulty, you haven't encountered any resistance in your life. And that's just not the reality. I think the reality is that determination and that relentless pursuit and 
lives um, has been the thing that has separated me from those that dream and actually those that realize and manifest their dreams. And so uh, from experience, I know that every single person on this planet wants a greater life. The problem is that few people are willing to put in the work to produce a greater life. You know, it's one thing to want something. It's another thing to be willing to put in the work and the effort and the time and the energy uh, to see that thing become a reality in your life. More importantly, I've learned that you will never create a better life without the engagement of your will. Write that down. You will never create a better life without the engagement of your will. If you've ever experienced a person that is in the middle of a death process in their life, um, you see one of two things. You see either a person that has this undeniable will to live, or you see an individual that has lost the will to live and they just give up. And the difference between who lives and who dies in that scenario is this whole component called the wheel. And a lot of people are like, Jamel, I want to go to the next level. I want to live my dreams. I want to manifest a greater life. I want to serve the world and make a difference in my generation. How do I do it? And when I listen to a lot of these people, I don't see the wheel to bring those things into manifestation. And if you want to live a better life, you have got to engage your will in the process. In other words, it's not about how bad do you want it. It is how willing are you to do whatever is necessary for that thing to become a reality in your life because talk is cheap. But when it's time to put in the work and to exert the energy uh, to see that thing manifest. A lot of people just don't have it. We have wishful thinking. We have good intentions, but wishful thinking and good intentions don't produce a better life. If you don't engage your will in the process, there are certain things that will dry up and die and never be manifested in your life. And so more than anything in this series, I want you to begin to understand that in order to engineer a winning life, you must engage your will. Let me say that again. In order to engineer a winning life, you must engage your will. And a lot of people just don't have the will. We think because we try to employ positive thinking or good vibes or good energy, you know, all of the little terminologies that people throw around, and it has nothing to do with that. Uh, whether you have a great environment or great energy or great relationships or not, I've seen people that have had none of that, but they have the wheel and they have won and they have thrived in their lives despite their circumstances. So a lot of times we're making a lot of excuses for why we're not making the changes that we need to make to produce the life that we want to see for ourselves. I can't stay there. You cannot engage your will without the unleashing of courage. Let me say that again. You cannot engage your will without the unleashing of courage. Now, if you'll remember, last year around August, September, July, really, uh, when I came back from vacation, I came back and something was just different, um, and I knew 
that there were some things that needed to change, and there was this sense of frustration that I had not felt in a very long time. And I knew what that frustration signaled. It's not enough for us just to feel things. We have to have the most emotional intelligence to understand what we're feeling and why we're feeling it and how it relates to where we are in that season of our lives. I can't stay there either. But what I begin to realize is that any time that feeling has come up in my life, it has come up because I'm lacking clarity around something. And so I disconnected from social. I disconnected from a lot of things. And I took 30 days and did a clarity detox. When I came off of that clarity detox, everything about my life changed, shifted. My perspective, my paradigm was different. Everything was different. I moved differently. People were like, your thoughts, your ideas are totally different. You're not the same person. And all of that happened because I realized that there was a clarity that was lacking in my life, and I got that clarity, and it took me to a different place. And so... What I want you to understand is that, okay, people like, okay, you need clarity. But for many people, they would have just stopped. They would have said, okay, I need clarity, but they would have continued in that cycle because what they wouldn't realize is that, okay, yeah, you need clarity, but more than clarity, you need the courage to confront this in your life so that you can break this cycle. And for so many people, we know what to do. We even have a somewhat of an awareness of what it takes, but we don't have the courage that we need to break that cycle and to birth a new season of change and possibilities in our lives. And that's why so many people are so frustrated and stuck and disappointed with their lives because it's not enough to know what to do. It's not enough to um, have an awareness. At some point, you've got to take the action and do the thing necessary that's going to make the difference in your life and the difference in the seasons of your life. Uh, What I've come to understand is that we like to be comfortable um, when it often comes at the expense of change in our lives. So a lot of people are very interested in what's comfortable, familiar, convenient. And while it may feel good um, for a moment, the reality is that you come to a point of misery in your life and you start to realize that something has got to change, that I cannot continue to repeat this pattern over and over again. I can't keep doing what I'm doing, expecting different results. At some point, you've got to have the courage to make the change, engage your will so that you can produce a different outcome for yourself. I've learned that we maintain the status quo, but rarely do we raise our standards. And so anybody that is connected with me, anybody that would consider themselves part of my circle knows that I don't do low standards and I don't do mediocrity. So if you are not a person that is devoted to excellence, to raising the bar, to realizing your potential to challenging um, your limitations and boundaries, then we're not going to do well. I don't, I don't like stagnation. I don't like seeing a lack of progress and momentum. I don't like seeing things the same way for a long period of time. So if you're going to get a different reality, you've got to become a different person. And I think that many people are looking for different outcomes without different inputs. Write that down. 
many people are looking for different outcomes without different inputs. In other words, you've got to do something different if you want your life to be different. And a lot of people fill up a lot of notebooks, take a lot of notes, listen to a million podcasts, um, digest and consume all of these quotes and inspirational sayings, but they're not doing. And your life doesn't get better by dreaming and hoping. Your life gets better by doing. There's an action that you have to take that's going to determine the difference in the seasons of your life. You have to be willing to become more, um, let me repeat that. You have to be willing to become more in order to produce a better life. So, so many people say, I want a better life. I want a greater life. I've, I've failed to meet a person yet that doesn't want a greater life and a greater reality. The problem is I've met very few people that are willing to become more in order to produce that greater life. You know, over the years, so many people have come to me that want me to be a mentor to them, and you know how I feel about mentorship. Um, in the early years, I wasted a lot of time with a lot of people that didn't want mentors. They just wanted to waste your time. And so as I got older and wiser, I've become very selective in who I consider a mentees in my life because that you have to be all in and you have to really want it for me to invest that time. But what I learned quickly is that a lot of people want a better life, but they're not willing to become better. And so we admire what we are unwilling to make the investments to become. And so they want to take all your time and ask all these questions. But what I quickly learned is that when we come back for session two, you didn't do anything that I told you to do in session one. So why would I keep giving you the investment of my time when you are not making any investments in your growth and your development. And so I want you to look at that not just in your mentorship and mentee relationship. I want you to look at that in all the relationships in your life. You've heard me say many times, I changed my relationship constellation altogether, and I cleaned house years ago in a lot of areas of my life because I realized that I was trying to pour into empty empty systems. I was trying to pour into empty vessels that were not really valuing anything I had to say. And I hear some of you saying, well, how do you know that? Well, first of all, what you value, you will pay attention to. That's number one. What you value, you'll pay attention to. And number two, what you value, um, you will begin to act upon and apply to some aspect of your life. So people would take all this time, I would pour and pour and pour into them, and they would do nothing with it. And their life would be the same. And then we would get to 12 months later, no change. Two years later, no change. Three years later, no change. And at some point I woke up and I said, you know, Jamil, this is not very healthy or beneficial. Uh, you're doing a lot of pouring, 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 and everything you're pouring is leaking out because you're pouring into vessels that don't have the capacity for what you're sharing with them. And so I began to change my relationship constellation because I said I'm not going to waste time and energy pouring into places that don't value me or value what I carry or what I have to say. And so many of us, 
continue because we have that risky complex or what I call the super person trap. We're always trying to rescue somebody, and we're trying to rescue people that don't want to be rescued. And you're wasting time and energy, and life and time is passing you by where you could be making progress, but you're still trying to go back and retrieve people that don't want anything. And so at some point, you have to make that decision that you got to let some things go, and you got to begin to... Uh, renegotiate the terms of your relationships, and I can't stay there either. What I've discovered is that if you want to live at the next level, you must uh, person that possesses both drive and determination. This is what I know is that dreams are deferred and aborted uh, possibilities become the norm because of a lack of determination. So when you don't have determination, your dreams become deferred and the possibilities of your life um, are aborted because you lack that determination to make it happen. How do you produce a greater life? Is it ambition? Is it aspiration? Is it inspiration? Is it motivation? Honestly, it's none of those things. This is what I know. The difference in seasons is determination. Write that down. The difference in seasons is determination. So people are like, Jamel, how did you get to where you are? How did you become who you are? You're so inspiring. You empower and you pour into so many people. How did you get here? I got here through determination. I tell people I'm not exempt from challenges. I'm not exempt from crises. I'm not exempt from contradictions or adversity. I just have determination, and I kept going, and I persevered until I pressed my way into greater circumstances and greater possibilities for my life. The rewards um, of a season will be the result of determination. Write that down. The rewards of a season will be the result of determination. So let me tell you what happens. Many people go into a new year with a lot of excitement, a lot of adrenaline, a lot of enthusiasm. And by the third or fourth week of January, that enthusiasm goes away. And they don't have a strategic plan. They don't have a vision. They don't have goals. They don't have accountability or the right relationships to keep them focused. And every year becomes a repeat of the year before because the reward of a season is determined by your determination. And so every year is my year because I already know when I come into January 1st, I'm going to have resistance, opposition, challenges, crises, contradictions. But guess what? I also have the capacity and the determination to push through all of that, and I always come out on top every time. A lot of people don't understand that. They think that because they have good intentions and good hopes and aspirations, they're not going to face any adversity, and they're just going to accomplish all of these great things. Well, that's not realistic. And what we have to understand is that you are not going to achieve anything great in your life without adversity, okay? Let's just get that out of the way. You're not going to achieve anything great in your life without adversity. And so you want to do big things. You have big goals and big dreams and big rations for your life. Know that those big dreams and ambitions are going to be met with adversity. And how you handle that adversity is becomes the architect of your future. Write that down. 
how you handle that adversity ultimately becomes the architect of your future. And so throughout this series, we'll be exploring determination and how it shapes your success. Uh, I will warn you that you will push back on some of the statements that I'm going to share with you. This series is designed to shift you from passivity uh, into maximum pursuit of your potential. If I had to define determination, I would define determination as the maximum pursuit of your potential. How many people do you honestly know that are in the maximum pursuit of their potential? This is your assignment. This is why you need to break the journal. I want you to spend some time this weekend or over the next week asking yourself this question. Am I in the maximum pursuit of my potential? And I don't want you to write a yes or no answer. I want you to write from your soul. What comes up when you begin to ask yourself that question? And write about it and explore it and pontificate that question and see what answers it brings you to in your life. Because I guarantee you, when you start asking those type of questions, the quality of the answers you get is going to be totally different from asking those surface-level questions. How do you develop your mindset to manifest a determined life, or has your mindset divided you from living a determined life? That's another good question to ask yourself. How do you develop your mindset to manifest a determined life, or has your mindset divided you from living a determined life? I'm not asking you about your mission or vision. I'm challenging you um, to evaluate your mindset and volition. So this is not a question about your vision or your mission in life. This is a question about your mindset and your volition. How is your mindset supporting and accommodating the life that you say you want to live? Uh, this is what I want us to understand today. Many people will never manifest a greater life because they neglect the important foundation of mindset. Write that down. Many people will never manifest a greater life because they neglect the important foundational piece of mindset. If you have read my 11 books, if you have listened to this podcast for any length of time, if you have followed me on social media, if you've had the pleasure of spending any time with me, you are not going to get into a conversation 10, 15 minutes without something coming up about your mindset and your belief system. Why is that? Because people admire your gifts. They admire your capacity. They admire the ability that God is giving you to serve the world through your capacity and through your skill. But what people don't realize is that everything that you're seeing me do today is connected to a decision I made years ago to develop my thinking. And so people think that it's about mimicking and mirroring a person. But you've got to understand the mindsets and the belief systems that drive a person if you really want to emulate from um, their lifestyle. And so we're so busy trying to copy things, but we don't understand the thought patterns and processes that shape a person uh, and who they are and how they show up in the world. And so what I'm sharing with you today, this is gold. 
if you would apply even one or two of the principles from this lesson, it's going to change your life and it's going to take you to the next level. I guarantee that. Uh, motivation addresses what drives you, but mindset addresses what shapes you. It's a difference. See, everybody's looking for motivation and inspiration. And as I often say, I'm never looking for motivation and inspiration. I can motivate myself. I don't need you to motivate me. I don't need you to inspire me. I don't need you to empower me. I know how to do those things in my own life. And every person, uh, I know I'm going to get some pushback for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Every person must learn how to motivate and inspire themselves. It's great. We should have people around us that motivate us and inspire us. But if I had none of those, and there's been times where I did have none of those, I learned how to inspire and motivate myself. Why is that important? Because as long as you are looking outside of yourself for inspiration, motivation, validation, you have the propensity to give your personal power away to some other entity or force. But when you understand how to create an environment of inspiration and motivation in your own life, it doesn't matter what's happening in the external world around you. You will always find a way to rise above and to win. And so motivation is about the driving forces in your life, but mindset is about what's shaping your life. And what's shaping your life is much more important than what's driving your life because what's shaping your life becomes the foundational stones and pieces for everything that you're going to construct and build in your life. So many people are building their lives on a faulty foundation because they never took the time to fortify the arena of the mind. Oh, write that down. That's good. So many people are building their lives on a faulty foundation because they have never taken the time to fortify the arena of the mind. If you know me, any person that really knows me, All right, so we had an issue there with audio, but what I was trying to say is that I have invested great time in the fortifying of my mind so that my life is not built on a faulty foundation, but most people spend so much time on these external factors that they don't spend any time developing the internal factors in their lives. And so... Um, Motivation deals with what inspires you, but mindset is about what you believe. Have you ever taken the time to ask yourself the question, what do I believe? You know, I think it's easy from a general context to say that we believe X, Y, Z, I believe in this, I don't believe in that, but have you ever taken the time to examine what you believe? What you believe is ultimately determining how you build and construct your life. What you believe is ultimately determining how you build and construct your life. And so it's so important that you take the time to really examine and really explore what it is that you believe because it. why is this important? First of all, you need to explore what you believe because you need to understand fundamentally what comprises of your belief system. That's number one. 
the other reason that you need to explore what you believe is because as you explore what you believe, you will locate your core values, and your core values shape how you live your life. And so you need to know what you believe because you need to know what's in your belief system. You need to know what your values are. And you also need to explore what you believe because you need to address fallacies in your thinking that can make you forfeit the life that you've been born to live. And so I believe that the mind is one of the most neglected places in the world because we spend so much time on superficial things that have no relevance or significance to our lives, and we spend very little time uh, developing our thinking to the level that it should be. And so we talk about mindsets, but we fail to address our mindsets. And why is there a disconnect? And I believe that the reason that there is a disconnect is because we overestimate our potential and we underestimate our paradigm. Write that down. We overestimate our potential and we underestimate our paradigm. In other words, we are so mesmerized with our potential, but we have neglected our paradigm in thinking and not realizing that without the adjustment of our paradigm, we will never awaken to our potential or what is possible for our lives. And so I want you to devote some time to your mind. you got to cultivate the arena of thought. you got to cultivate the garden of thought and imagination so that you can produce the outcomes that you desire to see in your life. We know theoretically that our thoughts shape our lives. However, we lack context to the power of our thinking in regard to the possibilities of our lives. So we've all heard the saying, you know, change your thinking, change your life. But I think that one of the problems is we have not really taken the time to determine how our thinking shapes what is possible for our lives and ultimately uh, what we achieve and what we produce in our lives. Also, I believe that deep down we know that mindset requires mental work. Let's go there. Mindset requires mental work. And a lot of people don't like mental work. We like everything to be easy. We like everything to be simplified. We like everything to be instantaneous. And the reality is that if you are going to develop your mind, this is going to take some work. And when I begin to talk to people about the work that goes into changing the mind, this is where a lot of people fall off because they're not doing all of that. But they want to do all of these things. They want to become this great individual, but they're not willing to put in the work. Why? Because mental work requires daily and consistent visits to the mental gym. Mental work requires daily and consistent visits to the mental gym. So you've got to visit the mental gym on a consistent and a daily basis. It's not something that you, you know, some people will work on their mindset for a season, and then they'll go back to the same toxic thinking they had before. And I was once one of those individuals many years ago, but once I really got this, I said that I'll never be that person again. And so every single day, every single day, spend time in the mental gym doing the mental work. You got to do it because we live in a world, and you've heard me say this before, 
that is constantly projecting alternate realities that don't align with what it is that you want to see in your life. The minute you walk out of your door or even when you pick up your phone for the day, all of these images and messages are coming at you that contradict the vision and the reality that you hold for yourself, not to include the pressures and the adversities of life on top of that. Most people just don't have the capacity or the staying power, stamina to withstand all of that. And so they just revert back to the same cycles of frustration and failure that they've experienced before. But you've got to spend some time working on your mental game, and you've got to spend this time every single day. That's why I want you to explore what you believe and why you believe it, because you've got to get to a place where I call mental toughness. You got to develop that mental toughness that regardless of what life throws at you, regardless of the adversity and the circumstances that come your way, you have been built for victory and you are not going to fall apart. And so this requires work to get to this point in your life. Your mind is a muscle and a property. Your mind is a muscle and a property. What does that mean? Your mind is... Basically, your mind is a muscle that must be developed, exercised, and studied. Your mind is a muscle that must be developed, exercised, and studied. What do I mean by your mind is something that has to be studied? Now, this is going to get just a little deep, but I promise you, if you stay with me, you're going to get it. Studying the mind is having the ability to examine how you think, how you process information, how you perceive situations, how you make decisions, and how you ultimately arrive at a conclusion. Let me say that again. Studying the mind is having the ability to examine how you think, how you process information, how you perceive situations, how you make decisions, and how you ultimately arrive at a conclusion. So, when I say studying your mind, I'm not just talking about, okay, what did I think about today? I'm talking about examining how do you think. What is your thought pattern and process? How do you process information? How do you perceive the situations and the circumstances in your life? How do you make decisions? Because every person needs a decision-making system. Many of us have decision-making systems, but they are horrible and they're based on inferior beliefs, philosophies, and psychological constructs that are not congruent with the life we want. And so this is going to take time. You're not going to do this in five minutes or ten minutes, but you've got to study your mind. Studying the mind is taking the time to get clear about what you believe and why you believe it. Write that down. Studying the mind is taking the time to get clear about what you believe and why you believe it. I know the potential of the mind. However, because I have trained my mind to think at different levels, I have allowed, I have also learned, excuse me, the power of the mind. So I've always known the potential of the mind. But the thing that separates me from other people is that because I've trained my mind to think at different levels, I also know the power of the mind. 
So it's not enough to just be aware that your mind has all this potential and its bandwidth, but you got to know how to unlock the power of your mind to produce the realities and the outcomes that you want. The potential of the mind cannot be explored without the challenging of limitations. Write that down. The potential of the mind cannot be explored without the challenging of limitations. So you got to challenge the limitations and the barriers and the leads in your life so that you can get your life to the next level. The power of the mind cannot be discovered until it's stretched. That's a whole show in and of itself. I could spend probably the rest of this year unpacking that statement. The power of the mind cannot be discovered until it's stretched. Okay. So I hear some of you saying, okay, what does that mean? In other words, the mind needs challenges in order to discover its true um, capabilities. The mind needs challenges in order to discover its true capability. So what's the problem, Jamil? Because most people like a comfortable and a convenient life, and they don't like to be inconvenienced, they like everything to be familiar and comfortable, they don't have any challenges. And so challenges are all around them, but because they have settled into that comfortable state, they're not addressing the challenges. And if we're not addressing the challenges, we're not stretching the mind, we're not becoming aware of new possibilities and realities because we have have accepted this familiar place and this familiar outcome. You need pressure to unlock realms of consciousness and the true portals of imagination. You need pressure to unlock the realms of consciousness and the true portals of imagination. I know I'm getting a little deep, but I want you to get this. You cannot weigh the effectiveness of your life without evaluating the quality of your thoughts. So a lot of people are trying to assess their lives and assess what's possible for their lives, but you cannot truly do that without examining the quality of your thoughts. Why? Because the quality of your thoughts are determining the quality of your life. And there are a lot of people that are saying they're living a good life, but they're lying because all we have to do is look at the terrain of your thinking. And the terrain of your thinking is toxic, so it lets me know that your life is toxic. It is impossible for your life to not reflect what's taking up residence in your mind. Write that down. It is impossible for your life to reflect what is not taking up residence in your mind. And so I believe that you got to take the necessary time and effort to begin to address the things that have constructed your belief system and created the cycles and the barriers that stand in the way of the change and the progress and the breakthroughs that you want to see in your life. More importantly, we must understand that a bankrupt paradigm will never produce a beautiful life. Write that down. A bankrupt paradigm will never produce a beautiful life. And I hear a lot of people saying, I don't have a bankrupt paradigm. Well, let me ask you a question. Does your paradigm support your potential and what is possible for your life? Write that down. Does your paradigm support your potential and what is possible for your life? 
I can tell you from personal experience that 98% of the people listening to this podcast, no matter where they are in the world, no matter their socioeconomic status or state in life, most people, their paradigm does not support what is possible for their life or their potential because they have inferior thinking, they have self-limiting beliefs and perceptions, they have demeaning ideologies that do not line up with the life that they were intended to live. The bedrock of our lives is our belief system. That's why you hear me talking about the mind so much. Some people like, it seems like everything with you comes back to thinking. It seems like every conversation links in some way to the paradigm or belief system because this is the thing that's holding most people back. Most people think they need more information, and you may need more information. Some people think they need more mentorship, and you may need more mentorship. Some people think they need more relationships, and you may need more relationships. But at the end of the day, I'm telling you from many years of experience that for me it was really not even about more mentorship. It was not even about more information. It was not even about more relationships. The thing that I had to address in my life was my belief system. And when I addressed my belief system, it changed the trajectory of my life and it unlocked unlimited possibilities and my potential. What we fail to believe, we fail to bring forth in our lives. What we fail to believe, we fail to bring forth in our lives. As someone that is recognized around the world as a revolutionary thinker, I have trained my mind to think differently. Most people think irrationally, but I've mastered thinking intentionally. Now, I could go into a whole nother episode on that statement, but I've trained my mind to think intentionally. At this time, I would recommend my book to you, Upgrade Your Mind, Harnessing the Power of Thoughts to Change Your Life. Um, what most people don't understand is that your reality today is the result of your thinking yesterday, and your tomorrow will be the product of the seeds of thought that you're planting today. And so if you want a different life and a different reality, you've got to get a different mindset. And so most people, if we were to open up their minds and to see what's going on in there, it's irrational. My thinking is very intentional. Uh, my thinking is very sequential, very strategic, very practical, uh, very developed and progressive. That's why some people have to take a couple of listenings to digest what I'm saying because their level of thinking has not risen to that level. So when somebody begins to speak to them from an advanced terminology, they're like, what are you talking about? So you got to train your mind to think intentionally, and you do that over time. You stretch it. You build that muscle in the gym. Uh, in other words, I have unlocked the power of the mind and explored its dynamics and dimensions. Now, I won't even begin to get into um, the dimensions of thought because that, that's too heavy for this podcast. But what I've learned um, and come to be true is that there are dynamics and dimensions to thinking that most people will never understand. Your mind will either become a tool or a trap. And unfortunately for most people, the mind is a trap. Why does the mind become a trap? It becomes a trap 
when we allow it to hold us captive to painful memories and traumatic experiences. Most people's minds are being held captive by painful memories and traumatic experiences. And you have got to begin to adjust your paradigm or you will spend the rest of your life in slavery and never awaken to your significance. You have got to do the work on your mind so that you can get from where you are to where it is that you need to be. The mind becomes a tool, and we will allow it to serve as a catalyst for strategies and solutions. Why are you listening to this podcast? Because you know that you're going to get wisdom, strategies, and solutions when you listen to me. What's the difference in my podcast versus other podcasts? They're going to inspire and motivate you for a few moments, but you're not going to walk away with strategies and tactics to change your life. I'm not a, a proponent in saying that inspiration and motivation is wrong, but what I am telling you is that you need strategies for your life, and a lot of the information that we're consuming and digesting is not giving us the strategies and the tools that we need to live a different life. The free mind becomes a foundation and key um, to your success. Most people are not determined because of a deficient mind. Write that down. Most people are not determined because of a deficient mind. What I've come to discover is that a deficient mind will never see dreams uh, actualized or become a reality. A deficient mind will never see your dreams manifested, but a developed mind facilitates dream realization. So if you will take the time to develop your mind, you will embrace the life of your dreams. You've heard me say this before. Every next dimension of your life demands a different version of you. Every next possibility in your life demands a different paradigm. Write that down. Every next possibility for your life demands a different paradigm. So some people are like, Jamel, why is this not happening for me? Because you have not adjusted your paradigm to access that as a possibility for your life. How uh, do you then develop a determined mentality? Let's go through this in the moments we have left. Number one, examine the mind. You must take the time uh, to give careful attention to the properties and the faculties of the mind and what you think. You cannot neglect the mind and expect it to flourish. Whatever you focus on will flourish in your life. Mindset mastery is not magical, it is methodical. And the attention you give the mind will determine the fruitfulness of the mind. Number two, you must be willing to deconstruct the mind. Take the time to uproot everything from the garden of the mind that undermines your success and prosperity. Excavate every seed from the mind that threatens the transformation of your life. Challenge the thoughts that stand in the way of you changing and transforming your life. What we have to understand is that you've got to undo the thoughts that are ultimately unraveling your life. Deprive every thought that you want to see die in your life. Now, that, that statement alone could be a show. Deprive every thought that you, don't, that you want to see, excuse me, die in your life and dismiss and disallow every thought that competes with you embracing a different life. The third thing you've got to do, you've got to feed the mind. 
Uh, after you have deconstructed the mind, you must take the time to deposit new thoughts into the soil of your mind. You must be intentional about what you deposit in your mind, and you must plant thoughts of success and prosperity. Um, you must plant thoughts of faith and possibility for your life and not fear. This is important. Take responsibility for every thought that you give mental real estate to. Write that down. Take responsibility for every thought that you give mental real estate to. Don't let any thought occupy your mind that you don't want to see manifest in your life. And don't let anything live rent-free in your mind that will restrict your possibilities. And the final component, you must protect your mind, or as I call maintenance. You must defend your mind from intruders. Mindset mastery requires maintenance. A mind that is not maintenance becomes polluted, and a polluted mind cannot embrace possibilities. Maintaining your mind requires a couple of things, and this will be the last piece that we can get to today. Number one, spend daily time in deep thought. Instead of daydreaming and thinking about a bunch of foolishness, spend time every day in deep thought. Number two, Write down and analyze your thoughts. What are you thinking? Why are you thinking it? And how is it contributing to your life? Number three, evaluate when your thoughts are, whether or not your thoughts are in alignment with the reality that you're intending to create. And number four, expose your mind to new ideas and expand what is possible for your life. So we just took an hour delving into the metric of mindset and how developing your mindset plays into your determination and your success. I would encourage you to go back, excuse me, listen to this again and digest this information because I gave you a master key. And I'm only giving you very surface-level insight. I didn't even, if I really excavated this, this could probably turn into a 12-month, two-year uh, expository teaching on the mindset piece because the mindset is so important, and I feel like it is so neglected, and we don't pay it any attention, and we throw out the cute cliches like transform your thinking and transform your life, but we're not doing the mental work. you got to do this work, and you got to do it consistently, uh, to think at a different level. People like, how have you sustained um, your success and how have you sustained these levels in your life? It's because I've also done the mental work. Um, you can't sustain it without the mental work. There are people that try and they don't stay there very long because it has to shift just as the dimensions of your life shift. And without that thinking shifting, uh, you're not going to be able to sustain that realm and dimension for very long. So I hope that you got something out of this today. I know it's it's heavy and it gets a little deep and complex at times, but I promise you that if you will apply this principle to your life and you will do the work, do the work, the journal work, do the inner work, you're going to live life at a totally different level in the days to come. So uh, it's been so great doing life with you. I hope that you have a tremendous weekend. To those of us here in the United States, I hope that all of the mothers have a tremendous and wonderful Mother's Day. 
we thank you for all that you do and for helping to give birth to change agents and playmakers in the world. We're grateful for you and your sacrifices, and we hope you have a tremendous holiday weekend. So stay blessed, and I'll talk to you all again real soon.